Pray for peace and plead for grace. We bow our knees in humbleness. We cry to God to heal our land, forgive our sins, and cleanse our hands. In God we trust. In God alone, we put our faith in Him who sits on heaven's throne. Though men of earth will rise and fall, our only hope is in the Lord of all. In God we trust, we trust. In God alone. Oh, let us rest in God's control and honor those He put in power. For hearts of kings are in His hands, all nations turn at His command. Protect the weak, establish law, honor the right, punish the wrong. Let this be true of those who lead, O men of faith. Now intercede, in God we trust. In God alone, we put our faith in Him who sits on heaven's throne. Though men of earth will rise and fall, our only hope is in the Lord of all. In God we trust, we trust. In God. Persecution soon will come. Help me to stand if all alone. And though my life he may call forth, God's kingdom is not of this earth. In God we trust, in God alone. We put our faith in Him who sits on heaven's throne. Though men of earth will rise and fall, our only hope is in the Lord of all. In God we trust, we trust in God Praise the Lord. That's a good one. Amen. Amen. Well, tonight I've asked Brother Josh to come and preach, and uh, I'm looking forward to what the Lord's put on his heart. Um, I think it's important. I normally go on vacation a couple of weeks a year. I try to get away, but uh, that didn't quite happen this year just because of some things. And 
I thought, man, that's not very fair to these guys. <laughs> He's like, yeah, that's right. That's true. Okay. And I thought, man, they, these guys need an opportunity to preach a little bit. And uh, they do such a fabulous job. I'm so proud of the staff guys here and they do such a good job. And I mean, I know I could walk away today and they'd take care of things. I wouldn't have to worry about it. I'd be back and everything would be like normal. And well, I just can, I've got great trust in these men and uh, they do a fabulous job around here. And I know you appreciate them as well. Well, Brother Josh, you come and preach for us. All right. 1 Thessalonians chapter 5. That's where we'll be this evening, 1 Thessalonians chapter 5. We'll start in the, uh, the beginning of that chapter, verse number 1. thinking we just got back. It's, it's amazing how time flies. The teenagers just got back from youth conference uh, just last week and next week. Or next Monday we'll be headed out to camp. Uh, it's, it's just always, it's a blast. It's always fun. I was thinking of the guys running around that last night and it reminded me of, of my days in the youth group. The final night, you stay up a little later if you can. And I told them as long as they didn't get in trouble. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta help me out here. And they did a good job. Some of those guys were up pretty late. Man, they were up real, real late. They got to sleep on the way home, and most of the guys slept the whole bus ride back. Um, I didn't do that. I'm, I got sleep. I had to watch Brother Don. He was driving. I wasn't gonna sleep. So. <laughs> uh, it reminded me of one of the first times in my life, and this is a big deal to a kid, and I'm talking probably, I think it was 10 years old, I didn't spend the night at people's house too often. I would spend the night at my cousin's house every once in a while. Jake's back there. He could tell you a few stories. Uh, I spent the night at, at a cousin's house on, a, on our 10th. There was three of us. We all turned 10 the same year, and we spent the night together, and uh, our our goal was to finally be able to stay up all night long. We were going to do this. We can do this. We're going to stay up all night. Pull the all-nighter. And, you know, just like any all-nighter, they start strong. They do. Oh, we were ready. I'm sure there were probably even a few cans of Mountain Dew. I'm not sure. I can't remember. Maybe not. That might have been a little too intense for us, just 10 years old. But it started strong. And you know how it goes. Maybe, maybe you work the late shift, the night shift, and, and you're used to that. You say, what's the big deal? But to a group of or just a handful of 10-year-olds, we were going to do our very best to stay up all night long. And so you've got to be organized if you're going to do this. You've got you've to fill the schedule. And that's easier said than done. Because it's not as easy as just popping in another movie at 3 or 4 o'clock in the morning because you're gone. And we knew this would happen. We knew that would be the case. So we were on guard and we were ready to go. We were going to stay up all night long. And so we hit midnight and this is a breeze, piece of cake. No problem. 1 o'clock, 2 o'clock, still doing all right. I'm feeling it a little bit, but I'm not going to show it. I'm doing just fine. Remind, just remember now, I, I had never stayed up all night. I don't think anyone in this, this little sleepover we're having had stayed up all night. <laughs> you get to about 3 o'clock in the morning, and we're struggling. We were really struggling. 
And, of course, there, I don't know what we were watching, but we watched, we decided to put in a movie, okay? And I remember sitting there on the floor. The floor's not very comfortable, so that'll keep me up, of course. And it's uncomfortable, so I'll just lay back. I'll just kind of kick back and, and watch, the, watch this movie, and, you know, before you know it, the eyes start to close. When I, I, you catch yourself, and you look around. Is anyone else sleeping? Did anyone else see that? And I'm looking, hey. And I'll, I'd ask him. Now, one of them was Ryan. I'd say, Ryan, Ryan, are you still awake? Yeah, yeah, I'm still awake. And the other one, there's Shane. Shane over in the other corner on the comfy couch. He didn't have a chance. <laughs> Shane, are you awake? Shane, psst, are you awake? Nothing. <laughs> are you serious? Come on, man. Shane, wake up. You wake him up. No, I, I, I'm awake. I'm awake. I'm awake. Shane, he was awake for a couple of seconds. <laughs> and this went back and forth. They did it to me a couple of times. Hey, psst, psst, you awake? I'll get back to that in just a little bit, but I want you to think of that. I want you to remember that, that little phrase. Shane, Ryan, are you awake? Brother Bob, are you awake? Hey, Malachi, psst, Malachi, are you awake? I want to ask you a question tonight. I want us all to evaluate our sleeping status. Are we awake today? Are we ready to go for what God has for us? And we'll get to it. I don't want to get ahead of myself. But here we are as a church family, and that's what we do. Just like we cousins were helping each other out, stay up through the night. Psst, hey. We're here to help each other stay awake. It's easy to fall asleep. And what I mean by that is get caught up in the cares and concerns of this life. We get busy doing our own thing. And, and we'll find in a moment, we realize and understand that Jesus is coming again. Jesus will return for his own. And I don't want to be caught sleeping. And we can encourage and help one another this evening, today, or in this life in which we live. Hey, psst. Not, oh man, you know, we get frustrated with each other for falling asleep. But we've got all kinds of attacks every day. In that, out, in that world in which we live, people coming at us, the devil's fighting us, those fiery darts are flying. Why would, why would we attack our own? We need to encourage each other, help each other. 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, Apostle Paul speaking here. Verse number 1, the Bible says, But of the times and the seasons, brethren, ye have no need that I write unto you. For yourselves know perfectly that the day of the Lord so cometh as a thief in the night. For when they shall say peace and safety, then sudden destruction cometh upon them. As travail upon a woman with child, and they shall not escape. But ye, brethren, are not in darkness, that that day should overtake you as a thief. Ye are all the children of light and the children of the day. We are not of the night, nor of darkness. Notice this verse, verse number 6. Therefore, therefore, let us not sleep as do others. 
But let us watch and be sober. For they that sleep, sleep in the night. And they that be drunken are drunken in the night. But let us, who are of the day, be sober. Putting on the breastplate of faith and love. For an helmet, the hope of salvation. For God hath not appointed unto appointed us to wrath, but to obtain salvation by our Lord Jesus Christ, who died for us, that whether we wake or sleep, we should live together with him. Wherefore, comfort yourselves together and edify one another, even as also you do. Father, we come to you this evening and I pray that you would just bless the service as we've already had fellowship and and singing, the choir has sang a song here, and we've had special music, the congregation alike. Father, I pray that you would be honored and glorified through what takes place right here and right now. Father, we need you. I pray that you would show up now in a mighty way. Lord, speak in, in and through your word. Help us that we would understand, Lord, that we could be encouraged this evening, that we would be edified. Father, we want you to be pleased this evening, and I pray that you would have your will and way in the service. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Verse number 6, 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, the Bible says, Therefore let us not sleep as do others, but let us watch and be sober. The temptation is to sleep. We get sleepy, we get tired, we get worn down. But what does the Apostle Paul say? We should be watching. What are we watching for? We're looking to the sky because, as was mentioned a moment ago, Jesus is coming again. Do we believe it? Do we know it to be true? Can we recall it in the day-to-day -day activity? The routines that we go through day in, and day out, week in and week out. The Apostle Paul says, no, it's not time for sleep. No, we don't need to sleep right now. And this thought, these words, in this portion of Scripture, for me, is so convicting. Because I know how caught up in this world I can find myself. It's so easy. And the devil is so good at what he does. Because we here, Community Baptist Temple, we are the light of the world. And God has told us to go into our world and preach the gospel to every creature. What a great charge we heard yesterday as ambassadors there in the Go Rally. And I love the point that was made. He talked about our eyes. Brother Chris talked about our eyes for a moment. And how our perspective will be so different one day when we stand before our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. How convicted we'll be when we realize all the time I gave in this life here to, to that. All the effort I put forth for that. And for what? Jesus is coming again. Therefore, let us not sleep as do others, but let us watch and be sober. For they that sleep, sleep in the night, and they that be drunken are drunken in the night. 
Now, this is what happens. And I mentioned it a moment ago. Wow. Those are nice lights. Did anyone notice that change? That was good. <laughs> Give me a second. I'm going to blink about 14 times and I'll be back with you. <laughs> this is what we do. You know where we're at? I'm talking physically, practically. What happens when you get tired? The convenience store is just jam-packed with them. You see it everywhere. The teenagers bring 12-packs to conference. Energy drinks. They're all over the place. Energy drink after energy drink. Why? You've already got so much energy. What is the deal? We live on these energy drinks. So much so that I brought one with me tonight. I got one just in case. Got here a Celsius orange. This will do the trick. It's like popping two or three coffees right now. Just get the job done. What we do in life, we, we live off of these energy drinks to stay awake. And spiritually speaking, you know we can do the same thing. Can I tell you, this thing right here is supposed to be really healthy. This one right here isn't one of those bad energy drinks, right? This is a healthy one. You can, as it says, live fit, all right? That's great. I love that. You know, there's nothing wrong with a motivational video, I guess. But we can be caught up. We, we, we stay motivated and try to do the right thing, and, and we need someone to help us get there. You know, I, I'll, I, if I'm feeling down, I, I, I pop in that song that just puts my mind back on, on track. Energy. I need it. Something to help me stay awake in this life in which we live. There's nothing wrong with a good message. We need it, and we get it here week in and week out. We're thankful for that here at Community Baptist Temple. But can I tell you, you know what, if, if you are a fairly healthy individual, there's not, I guess, underlying health issues that you deal with, realistically, to stay awake and alert, we shouldn't have to rely on energy drinks. They're fun every once in a while. I'll, don't, I, it's not that I don't drink. Well, I do. I'll drink an energy drink. But this isn't what sustains me, keeps me going. You know, there is, there's usually a reason for why someone might be a bit sluggish, uh, lack the energy that they need to get through the day. And it's unfortunate because even our young people today, young adults rely on these energy drinks to get us through the day. It's really pathetic. What we're missing is proper nutrients, the right nutrients to help us, to keep us strong and healthy. The Apostle Paul gives us some proper nutrients. It's not one of those quick, just pop an energy drink and call it good. Because you know what happens? And I watch them, the teenagers on an activity or a conference, they chug a few Mountain Dews and they're wired up. Or, or my daughter Macy gets her hands on a big old thing of ice cream. Kevin, wherever he's at, gave her some, a big old thing of ice cream today. We saw him at a restaurant. And you know what? She's fired up and excited and ready to go. But what goes up must come down. Come crashing down. And how many times we as Christians, 
We get fired up in that one church service or we listen to that song and I'm ready to go. And what goes up must come down. It's healthy living. And the Apostle Paul, he gives us what we need. Number one, let's take a look at verse number eight. But let us who are of the day be sober, putting on the breastplate of, what's that next word? Faith. How's your faith today? Let me ask you something, and I've, I guess I've already asked this question, but do you think about it right now? Do you really believe that Jesus is coming again? Beyond that, do you believe that he could come right now before this service ends? Oh, how if we truly believed it, it would change our perspective on this life. If we truly believed that if you knew with all of your heart, right here, right now, at the end of this service, this was going to be your final week here on this earth because on Friday, we'll say Friday, Jesus is coming again. Would it change our perspective? Would there be someone you need to talk to? Would there be a family member you might actually call this week and witness to? Would it help us at all? Do we truly believe that Jesus is coming again and that he could come today? Go to Hebrews chapter 11. Hebrews chapter 11. The Bible says in verse number 1, Now faith, Hebrews chapter 11, verse number 1, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for. We'll get back to that word in just a little bit. For the evidence of things not seen. For by it the elders obtain a good report. Through faith we understand that the words, worlds were framed by the words of God. So that... Things which are seen are not made of things which do appear. By faith, Abel offered unto God a more excellent sacrifice. By faith, verse number 5, Enoch was translated that he should not see death. By faith, verse number 7, Noah, being warned of God, of the things not seen as yet, moved with fear, prepared an ark. By faith, Abraham obeyed. Verse 9, verse, uh, jump down to verse number 21. By faith, Jacob, when he was a dying, blessed both the sons of Joseph and worshipped. 22, by faith, Joseph, when he died, made mention of the departing of the children of Israel and gave. By faith, 23, Moses, when he was born, was hid three months of his parents by, because they saw he was a proper child. By faith, Moses, 24, when he was come to years, refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter. By faith. Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Mark chapter 9. Go to Mark chapter 9. Mark 9, verse number 23. Jesus said unto him, If thou canst believe, 
All things are possible to him that believeth. And straightway the father of the child cried out and said with tears, Lord, I believe, help thou mine unbelief. My prayer today, Lord, help thou mine unbelief. Because as much as I want to admit it, I believe Jesus could come back today. Jesus could come back this week. I don't always live that way. Proper nutrients. Church, are you awake? Are you awake? Faith. Faith. How's your faith today? Proper nutrients. One, he says our faith. Number two, there in 1 Thessalonians, he talks about our love. There in verse number eight. Our love. For God so loved the world. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. Oh, God gave so much. How much am I willing to give of this life that I have been blessed with? The family that God has given me. How much am I willing to give? How much do I love this world in which we live? God loves it so much. He loved this world so much that He gave His only Son. For God so loved the world. We've got a, we've got a church. What I mean by that, church across America, across this globe, that is going to sleep. There are people that are dying. And folks... We are distracted. Church, we are distracted with the cares of this life. We're going to sleep. And we have a world that's dying. How's your faith? How's your love? What keeps you going? How do you... You, you just keep hopping on that bus and bringing those kids in. Don't they drive you crazy? Didn't you hear her screaming out there this, this morning? Yeah, we did. We all heard that. And boy, they can get on your nerves. But you got to love them. They don't get it anywhere else. Jesus loves them. Do we love this world? You walk down the street and you walk past someone, you hear you go, I've got something good to read, some good news here tells you all about Jesus. No, thank you. Hmm. You get frustrated. How could you turn that down? I asked the lady that this week. What? Are you serious? And it was so sad. Her response was so sad. I asked her just like that. I wasn't being mean or nasty. I try to goof off with people, and sometimes it helps. Sometimes it doesn't help at all. <laughs> but she looked at me, and she started to reach out for it. And almost just like that, like something was tugging inside, and she said, I can't. I'm just, I'm not a religious person. Our world is hurting. Our world, they want something. They, they know they're missing something. And that something is a someone. That someone is Jesus. And we have Jesus. We have the gospel. The good news. And we're unable to share it too often because we're too busy. We're sleeping. How's your faith? 
How's your love? The Apostle Paul says in verse number 8, But let us who are of the day be sober, putting on the breastplate of faith and love, and for an helmet, the, number three, hope of salvation. Your faith. Remember, it's, it's not just enough for that little energy drink. Keep us going. Keep us motivated to go soul winning on Saturdays and, and to pass out a gospel track every once in a while. That song's great, but it's not going to keep us going. It will not stand the test of time. How's your faith? How's your love? Hope? Hope is, is a powerful word in the Bible. And I love that that word hope is even used in the definition of our first point there in faith. The realization there in Hebrews chapter 11. Let's look at that one more time. Hebrews chapter 11 verse 1. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for. The realization there, that substance, that realization of things hoped for. And you know what I realized today? That those beautiful, those powerful verses over there in John chapter 14, it's not a wish, it's a hope, it's a realization, it's a reality. Heaven, that mansion that is being prepared for us, it's real. Legitimate. We're not wasting our time. Let's look at it. Let's just take a look at those verses. John chapter 14. Go with, go with me there to John chapter 14. I have those verses memorized. Yes, good. Go there and look at it. John chapter 14. Verse number 1. Let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself. That where I am, there ye may be also. And whither I go, ye know the way ye know. There's a place that he's preparing for us today. And guess what? It goes beyond just a wish. Oh, well, that would be nice. I wish I had a million dollars. I wish I was six foot three. Guess what? Not going to happen. Not happening. But the hope of my salvation is in Jesus Christ. And I have a place in heaven that is waiting for me. That's a reality. That's not going anywhere. No one can take that away from me. How is your faith today? Does your faith need a little work? How about the love? And listen, folks, we could stop on every single one of those points and we could spend an entire message, we could, we, could, we could spend an entire series, an entire 
week-long, month-long, year-long study on each one of those words, your faith, our faith, our love, our hope, our hope is in Jesus Christ. It's a wonderful thing. Guess what? To, the, to what the Apostle Paul is telling us there in 1 Thessalonians, Jesus is coming again. Jesus is going to return. And do you believe it? Remember, there I am. Just a little boy, 10 years old. We're going to pull an all-nighter. I'm going to stay up all night. By this point, the eyes are heavy. And I'm fighting it. I'm struggling. It's hard. Psst, Shane, Shane, are you awake? Nothing. He's gone. He's out. Ryan, Ryan, are you awake? Just us down there in the living room. Yeah, yeah, Josh, I'm awake. All right, you ready to prank Shane? <laughs> yeah, we pranked him. Got him good because he fell asleep. That's not, how you, that's not the point of the message tonight. <laughs> not at all. But there we were, tapping each other. Psst, hey, calling for each other. There's boys and girls. That young lady that wouldn't take that gospel track. There's people getting... Their lives are just getting destroyed in this world in which we live. Jesus is coming again. It's only so much time. And the church is sleeping. It's a couple of different kinds of people. And I want to know what kind of people are you at the all-nighter. You see, there's one who you nudge. Psst, hey, another time. Psst, are you awake? Are you awake? Yeah, 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 I'm awake. Yep, I'm good. He may have dozed off a little bit. He dozed off a little bit, but he's back at it. He's okay, I got this. There's the other person at the sleepover, at the all-nighter. Hey, Bob, you awake? Hey, are you awake? Shane, Shane, you awake? Quit it, leave me alone. Stop, I'm tired, I'm done. There's two different people at the, at the all-nighter. Every time. Every all-nighter I've ever been to, yeah, 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 I'm good, I'm good. And, no, stop. And they roll back over, and that's the night. At the sleepover, it's no big deal. But there's two different people in this room right now. And the Holy Spirit's tugging on you. Psst, hey, here, you awake? You may have dozed off a little bit. You've gotten sidetracked in this world, this life in which you're living, and it happens. That's why the Apostle Paul put it here. It happens! But what kind of person are you? Stop, stop. I'm good. No, I'm good. And you're done. That person's not going to heaven. Yes, they are. Can you imagine when you wake up there in heaven and you're looking at Jesus face to face? Kind of like that that little story we read about in the New Testament. What? Could you not just watch with the, the disciples? They just couldn't stay awake. And I can't imagine the look that Jesus had. Just, just a short while. 
And this life, it, we, we, we assume we have forever. And you know, at times, it feels like we have forever. Life goes on and on. And we know that it goes fast. We talk about it all the time. And at times, just flying. We know that. But there's always tomorrow, right? Jesus is coming again. And the Holy Spirit right now is pricking some hearts in the room. Psst, psst. Are you awake? Have you fallen asleep? Have you, oh, no, have you just dozed off? Because I don't get it. In 1 Thessalonians, therefore, that verse in verse number 6, therefore, let us not sleep. I don't get this, wake up! What are you, what's your problem, Christian? Wake up! That's not what I see here. That's not how I read it, and I could be wrong. I do, I get it. It's a friendly little, hey, are you awake? You still awake? Let's do this. Verse number 11, wherefore, comfort yourselves together and edify one another, even as also ye do. Church, we're on the same side. We've got to encourage each other, help each other. You see someone that's off track, someone dozing off, don't bury them, help them, encourage them. And if you're dozing off today, don't be that one. Get away from me, leave me alone. Don't be that person because there, we have a big job today. There is a lost and dying world and the church let it not be said of this church, but the church today is going to sleep. Faith, love, hope. That energy drink isn't going to cut it today. In this evil day in which we live, in that last verse, if persecutions come, that energy drink ain't going to get the job done. Nope. The proper nutrients today that we find in this precious and all-powerful book, the Bible, is exactly what we need. Psst. Psst. Hey. Are you awake? Hey, Shane. Are you still awake? Ryan. Are you awake? Yeah. Yeah, I'm awake. Are you awake today? Are you awake? Father, we come to you. We thank you for the encouragement that we find in this precious book, the Bible, your wonderful word, wonderful words of life. I pray, Lord, that you would help us in this dark day in which we live. Lord, I pray that if it would be said of Community Baptist Temple here, we're dozing off, getting a bit sidetracked. Lord, I pray that we would fix ourselves on you and our purpose here today. Help us, Lord. We need you. Father, I pray that we would be able to see with spiritual eyes the fight that is taking place. The devil is after us. He is after our world. The devil, Lord, you know it. He is after our children. He's after our marriages, our homes. Father, let us not stand by, be caught sleeping on the job. Oh, God, we need you. Please help us.
I pray that you would do a mighty work in this place tonight. That we would understand the importance of this thought that the Apostle Paul left us. Understanding, Lord, that you could return today, this evening. Lord, I pray that that would be a reality to us. We would believe that it's true, that it's possible. Father, I pray that you would plant down deep inside of us a heart for the lost. A love for each other. Lord, that we would love our own. Encourage each other here in this wonderful place. This wonderful church family. Father, our hope is in you in you alone. We need you. We love you. Heads bowed, eyes closed. Let's all stand as...